And joining me right now here on the Mark Moses Show, talk some sports here on a Thursday. This guy does a great job at the Hometown News. He's my good friend, Chris Bonanno. Chris, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing all right. Thank you for having me on, Mark. Before I came on, I was reading your great article in the Hometown News about how Saturday in O'Galley, they're going to be dedicating the one park to renaming it the Tim Wakefield Sports Complex. And I know it's a very, very complicated story with, yes, sadly, his wife passing away yesterday. What are your thoughts, especially where we're going to have this ceremony on Saturday? Yeah, just just horrible news, right? I I saw it from the Red Sox account yesterday. Um, just you just you feel for the for the for the children, right? You, you feel for their their two kids that they survived um, by and um, gosh, what what it must be like to lose um, parents and within five months of one another, less a little less than five months. Uh, Tim passed on October first. Um, you know, I I I I think it's great what the city is doing. To your to your point about the article about renaming him, there's there's no more um, person that you would want to honor with a with something like this than than Tim. Um, you know, it, he grew up in in the area. He he excelled at O'Galley High School and uh, Florida Tech, uh, and obviously was everything you would want. Uh, not just in a, a person on the field, but I think. You know, the more and more you you hear people speak about Tim, uh, the more and more you, you hear about who he was off the field more than anything. So I think it's a great honor, well-deserved honor, and it's going from Crane Field Park to uh, the Tim Wakefield Complex, and um, you know they are going to rename uh, a, a field there after uh, Cecil Crane, mm-hmm. who was uh, uh, somebody who was very influential in the in the fifties. But um, yeah, I, I, I just um, it's it's pretty crushing news on top of you know obviously yeah. what we what we knew in, in early October, hearing this about Stacey yesterday. So my my first reaction is just feeling for the for the children, obviously. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's a very very sad story. Um, did you ever get a chance to meet Tim Wakefield? I did not, and I, I, I obviously wish I had. Um, you know, he's obviously someone I'm a. I'm a Florida Tech grad, um, and uh, you know, obviously he he did some work on the uh, on the board of trustees uh, at the school, and, and you know, you go you go by the uh, the baseball field, and, and there's a batting facility. They uh, Florida Tech, in and of itself, I went to a memorial they had for uh, for Tim Wakefield at the at the baseball field. Uh, it was very well done, um, and uh, you know. But I never got a chance to meet him, uh, and uh, obviously uh, wish I had um, because he seemed like he was all class. Yeah, he was a very nice guy. I met him a couple times, and it's just sad for that whole family. It really is. But that for our listeners. So, what's the event on Saturday? If you could say it one more time. Okay, so at, at 9 a.m. at Cranefield Park, um, it's it's in conjunction with the O'Galley Little League. Uh, they're going to be renaming, uh, or I'm sorry, it would be the official um, renaming of the park uh, from Cranefield Park to the Tim, Wheel, Tim Wakefield Complex. It's a it's it's a group of fields. Uh, they'll actually be replacing the sign uh, at the event there, but uh, also, uh, you know, not to not to throw away uh, you know, what Cecil Crane did. They're going to also rename a field uh, after Cecil Crane there uh, as well. But there'll, there'll be, uh, you know, uh, remarks made uh, as part of the opening day at uh, with O'Galley Little League. And uh, uh, it'll be it'll be great. And, and it's a good way for, you know, it's, it's something good for Tim Wakefield is something, someone that I think the youngsters can certainly, you know, look up to. So I, I can't think of a, a more uh, perfect honor and was something that was uh, Mayor Paul Alfrey, Melbourne Mayor Paul Alfrey, 
uh, brought up at a city council meeting. Mm. The uh, council was all in agreement, and it passed quickly, and uh, this this came to fruition uh, pretty rapidly, and he will be there as well. Yeah, Paul's a great guy, and this is going to be very cool for the community. It is, and you can have all those little leaguers. And what you, I like what you say there where Tim Wakefield played there as a kid as well. So isn't it that that feeling of, hey, you could actually make the majors one one day because, uh, you know, Tim Wakefield did. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, you know, a lot of what Tim did in his early career, uh, you know, it's obviously long talked about it at Florida Tech was with the bat, actually. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, just, it, it's very interesting. You know, it just shows what a great athlete he was that he was able to excel with, with the bat and then later on. You know, obviously uh, have a, a long storied major league career with his with his arm and uh but yes it's it's absolutely it's a wonderful example for the youngsters there and, and obviously his example continues uh to be set at Florida Tech and O'Galley High School as well. We're here with Chris Bonanno, hometown news, check out his article on their website. Okay, buddy, spring training is here, you love baseball. Are you excited you. that spring training is finally back? Uh I am. Um, I can tell you that I was immediately reminded of, I hate to say it, the incompetence of some running Major League Baseball when we had the uniform debacle. Um, the uniforms are an atrocity. Um, they're, they look cheap, they are cheap, and they're see-through. I mean, what, what are we doing here? Um, so right away, um, that is something that made me me rather I'm, I'm pretty excited that the yankees don't have my team doesn't have names on the back of the jersey because the names on the back of the jerseys look awful and it's a it's a fanatics thing and fanatics is coming to the nhl next year so this is not over in sports by any means uh but it's uh that's that's pretty rough having said that i'm excited for the for the on the field product um i am very concerned about the pitch breaks you know you had 20 seconds to throw with a runner on base, now it's down to 18. What, why Why do we need to, to speed this up even more? We've already seen pitcher injuries go up because the arms need time to rest. And Major League Baseball is just plowing through that. I don't know who was asking for that, uh, but they are, and so I'm, I'm concerned about pitcher injuries. But having said all that, being negative, yeah, I'm excited. It's baseball. <laughs> I like you brought up the jerseys first, then the injury concern. Jersey was key. So Nike... So they're out now and Fanatics is in. So as I understand it, like Nike kind of controls Fanatics. Huh. Uh, it was actually Majestic that produced the jerseys. And so when you look at like a side-by-side, of the White Bucks oh, yeah. are a great example. You look at the side-by-side, it's not even close. You know, the players are complaining. Um, and, and this goes kind of hand-in-hand with a lot of complaints you see online about Fanatics ordered gear. From people, so it's just you know it, it's a it's a lot cheaper. It looks a lot cheaper, certainly, um, and I I I don't like it. I don't like it. Is, I, I, I mean, the see through stuff is like really really problematic. Like it looks awful, um, is, and yeah, it, it, it we can even get to some you know privacy issues. And honestly, it, it, in some of these cases, is this like the I don't Seinfeld? Is any better on the radio, Mark? No, I I understand. It's see through. Uh, is this like the yeah. Seinfeld episode where George Costanza says to go to Cotton for the jerseys? Is that what this is? Yeah, it it is. I've seen that. I've seen that mentioned uh, somewhere before that episode. But yeah, you're you're absolutely right. And I, if I were a player, I'd be I'd be really really unhappy. Uh, you know, just because you want to 
obviously feel comfortable in what you're wearing. And, you know, this is, this is supposed to be the top baseball league in the world. Um, you want to represent it well and, and not with something that's, you know, tacky and cheap. So I'm hopeful that something will get remedied before opening day, but I don't know. So it's to stay tuned, I would suppose. Is this like, remember in the NBA, like 15 years ago when they tried using that different basketball and none of oh, the players? everybody got paper cuts. Yeah, it's absolutely, that's actually a great analogy. Cause, and, you know, and the NBA ended up caving, right? They yes. ended up going back to the same thing. But, yeah, everybody would get – I remember I think Steve Nash said, like, uh, he was getting paper cuts from, the, from it because it was just like you, – you just it was cutting up their hands. Like, you, you can't do it. And, and so I know – uh, they're, they're, the idea was to use less leather, if I'm if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But it was just, but it was just such a a I don't know safety is the right word, but it was it was hurting the players' hands, and so it was a really bad PR for the NBA, and they ended up caving. And I, I, I very much think the same thing could happen here at Major League Baseball. Well, look, we're handing out these seven hundred million dollar contracts. We we got to save some money on the jerseys, right? For <laughs> baseball, I, I suppose. I suppose so. And, and like I said, this is not done. The NHL is doing this next year. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know that we're going to have any see-through in the NHL, but, uh, you know, the, the quality of the jerseys is a big thing for a lot of fans. So, you know, you hate to see that take a downturn, but uh, it, 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 there's no question. You know, you pick, it, it's more noticeable with some teams more than others, but like the, the names on the back and the see-through thing is obviously the worst part. Um, so hopefully this gets rectified because it's it's a big thing, you know, especially coming on the heels of a lot of teams putting on the uh, the advertising patches. Like you're really doing some damage to your branding here, That's right? Uh, in my opinion. That's right. I've not bought a jersey in a couple of years for baseball. Have you? Uh, I have not. Uh, I would not buy. Uh, what, what, Yankees have star insurance on the on the sleeve. Um, I can tell you, and this goes for the NBA as well, because what? I, I vehemently was against, and still am, uh, when the NBA put ads on the jerseys. Uh, I will not buy a jersey with an ad on it. That's just not in the cards. That's not going to happen. This isn't European soccer or anything like that. That's not how we do it here. Um, you know, it's just it's. You've had these jerseys for a long time, the way it is. Um, and I think they should be ad free. I think you know you got plenty of ads. Even look at the NBA. You know, you used to have the full team name across the baseline, and now you've only got it half because you've got an ad on part of the baseline. And I think that's like really, really crummy looking. Um, and I, so I think we, we give and we give and we give towards these ad sales, and we don't see it as fans because it still costs an arm and a leg to go to a game, right? Yes. So, uh, that's where I, I'm going to draw the line. If you want to put ads on your jerseys, fine. I'm not going to buy your product. Um, and it stinks that it has to be that way. Um, but yeah, it, it kind of is what it is. I mean, in baseball cases, obviously we're talking about baseball, you know, how many streaming services do I have to have, uh, to watch, a, to watch, you know, all my team's games now? I gotta have Apple. I've gotta have, uh, you know, Amazon. I've gotta have all sorts of different things. And so, um, that's, well, Peacock, I should say, not Amazon, but, uh, it's really, really, it's flummoxing to say the least to, uh, to, you know, they keep kind of nickel and diming the customers at a time when we're trying to supposed to be growing the game because, as we've talked about a few times on the show, you know, with the prominence of football and basketball, we're trying to keep baseball in the conversation, right? So we try to win over these fans with these, you know, these clock rules that put, you know, pitcher injuries in danger and stuff like that. But when we do stuff like this uniform stuff and, 
and the ads and, and whatnot and, and making you know fans go to nine million different services for games and charging them so much to go in the games, it can be really, really tough. Man, you just went on a roll there. Do you got anything else? I did. Anything else you got to get off your chest? Come on. Yeah, the Yankees should sign Blake Snell. <laughs> uh, that that would be wonderful. They're right up against the luxury tax, though. So I think I think Jack Perry from Yes Network said, essentially, if they gave him thirty million dollars this year, it would essentially cost the Yankees sixty three million. Now that wouldn't have stopped George Steinbrenner, but it will stop Hal, I would think. Uh, and he they could they could really use him because they are one or two injuries away from being in a bad bad place because they traded all the rotation depth away uh, to get Juan Soto. I agree with the trade. It's Juan Soto, but they still traded away Michael King, Johnny Brito, uh, Randy Vasquez, um, and those are very good. You know, you're very rarely going to get through an entire season with your entire rotation 100% healthy, especially with the Yankees guys. You know, Radon, Cortez, Stroman. These guys are injury magnets. So to not have you know decent you know depth for that is Luke Weaver is their sixth starter. That's concerning, and this is their all-in year. They got Juan Soto for one year. You know, they missed the playoffs last year. This needs to go well or there's going to be big changes. You would have thought there would have been big changes last year. But I really think there's going to be big changes if it doesn't go well this year. So that would be my hope is that maybe there's one more pitcher in the offing for the Yankees. But right up against the, the luxury tax, I'm not sure. Do we need to go to Tampa and go talk to the team in person and you can tell them all your problems? Come on. I'm, and I'm, I'm sure they would just be so receptive to that, don't you think? Let's I, go. I, I mean, I, I, I think so. Like, you know, someone randomly on, on a radio show certainly has all the answers versus, you know, right. for, for a GM that's been there for more than 20 years. But having said that, you know, if I had the Yankees' resources, do I think I, that we, we had a better chance of winning a World Series, any A World Series since 2009? Maybe. You know, I mean, that's a long time for a team with the resources of the Yankees to not have won. Real quick, I think the jerseys, if you're going to put sponsorships on it, I think you just go all out like NASCAR. Just keep going. If you're going to de- de- deface, what's the word I'm looking for? Deface the franchise or the jersey? Just do that. Be like European basketball where they got 50 sponsors on the shirts. Just do that. Oh, keep going. I, I just, those are just so off-putting. But I, I just, you know, what? what is the difference? You know, you're charging, what, $1,000 for, for some tickets behind home plate? For the Yankees, right? So if, if they wear star insurance, where how is that? Is a hot dog going to cost any less? Is, no. is you know parking going to cost? No, it's not. It's just it's just profits into the owner's hands, who's apparently no longer willing to go into the luxury tax, even though the Yankees print money. So I think that that's really. I'm just using the Yankees as an example. There's you know at least the Yankees will spend money. You look at a team like you know the Oakland A's, for instance, or, or the Pirates, or something like that. Especially Oakland, right? Um, you know, there are far more egregious examples of this. You know, you, you look at, you know, so throughout baseball. Um, so you know, I think, I think that's a part of, of baseball's, I don't know, decline, and decline's a fair word, I suppose. Um, the fact that you, you do have some owners in some markets that just won't spend. Are you, are you telling me that Tampa can't spend a little bit more? I'm not saying the, the, the ratio of the Yankee payroll, but are you seriously telling me the Rays can't do better than what they're doing? You know, the Marlins get a new ballpark, and that's what they come up with? That's a tough sell. There's something I want to bring up with you. We're here with Chris Bonanno with the Hometown News. Look, I get it. We don't have spring training here in Brevard County. We haven't had it in a long time. It's very sad to say. 
nationally, I don't hear a lot of buzz about spring training like I have in years past. And I feel like the national media, and look, you got to go with what's popular. They're talking more NFL draft combine this week. And I'm not hearing a lot about baseball. Maybe, hey, we're going to go into March. There'll be more spring training. Maybe the closer you get. I don't feel it this year for baseball. How about you? So this is a very, and I'm using this one media organization as an example, and I don't know if I can convey this properly to the readers so, or your listeners, so I'll, I'll try. Um, so on the, if you went to ESPN.com, which is arguably, I would say, the most prominent sports site there is, we, we could say that, right. um, you, go, you look on the top tab, right, the easy, the quick tabs, and you have NBA, NHL, uh, college basketball, women's college basketball, you do not have the MLB on those quick tabs. The MLB is buried in like the, you have to go to like the others to get there. And there's like rugby and cricket and, yes. you know, all sorts of different things. But I think that would never, ever, ever happen, you know, with, with the NFL. Like, and, and you know, I, I even, you know, briefly flipped through ESPN and, you know, what, what is our story at 630? Oh, we're talking about the Eagles evolution on offense. How can Jalen Hurts do that? Guys, we're not playing a game for six months. Like, you know, we haven't gone through free agency. We haven't gone through the draft. Like, we we don't need a story on the Eagles' offense right now. Nothing has happened. Nothing will happen for six months. So I think, but at the same time, it's supply and demand, right? Uh, or, you know, it's what people want. Um, a great example is, like, you know, me and media. I would absolutely love to just cover good news. I would love to do that as a reporter. Um, unfortunately, the breaking crime news sometimes gets more than, you know, the, the good news story. So you kind of find yourself in that sense, you know, your, your, your people want you to cover that, right? I think in sports, it's very similar, right? The NFL, I guess a story in February about the Eagles is going to get more clicks than a story about the Phillies in, in, in late February. And that's a, that's a, indictment on where the game is at right now popularity wise it's also you know reference the espn there look how think about how much less espn televises baseball than it used to you've got the sunday night game uh baseball tonight is gone right you get it once a week it's a major rollback on espn and i think that's a that that we saw it with hockey right espn stopped covering hockey sports popularity went down Kind of a similar thing, even though there's more options now, but kind of a similar thing. And, and so baseball's got some work to do. There's no question, but it feels like they keep getting in their own way. Um, hence in point, the uniforms. And NFL's getting more popular. I, essentially, I think of, I can't believe I have to say this. This will be in a history book. Like the whole Taylor Swift thing with Travis Kelsey brought in even more viewers and new viewers. Oh, and I think it got oh, even more popular, Chris, as a sport in this country. How much do you wish you think that the, the powers that be in MLB wish that Taylor Swift was dating someone on a Major League Baseball team? Oh, I know. Uh, can you I imagine know. if Taylor Swift was dating one of the Kansas City Royals instead of, instead of the Kansas City Chiefs? Oh, man. What would, that do for, what would that do for the Royals? We would have Royal games on national TV. Oh, my gosh. It, it would and, be tremendous. Uh, and they're good. And they're like in a pennant chase, and she's there every day at the ballpark. Oh yeah, oh my gosh, people would people would go just to see her. I mean, the NFL didn't really need the popularity boost, but it uh, got it. 
you know, and it didn't hurt that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. It didn't hurt that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl in what was an amazing game. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's somehow you figure is this is this sort of like the the the, the you know the zenith for the NFL's popularity? Um, and nope, it's just going to keep going up and up and up apparently. And uh, so that's where you get stories about the Eagles' offense in late February. It, that's there you go. Here. Here's my story for baseball. The Dodgers better win. That's it. That's the the, the number one head. Forget your Yankees for five seconds. The Dodgers have gone crazy. They've deferred $700 million for 50 years from now so they can get Otani, which I don't agree with. I think Otani should have gotten the money up front. But, like, they better win. That All the pressure's on the Dodgers. That's my story I, for this year. I think Otani did that as far as the deferment goes, I think, mm. in the hopes that he wouldn't have to pay California taxes on it. In other uh, words, he'd get the money after his career is over, after he's not living in California. I think that was the idea. I don't know that, but it may have been. I like it. But either way, it also may have been to uh, facilitate a winning team. Uh, you know, they were and They had the money to go out and sign Yamamoto as well. Having said that, about the Dodgers, this is a team that did not win a playoff game last year. Mm. They had a series against the 84-win wild-card Arizona Diamondbacks, and the Diamondbacks promptly ran them out of the playoffs, and I think two of the games were not close at all. Um, So, you know, as much as we want to crown the Dodgers, um, Things happen. We were all looking forward to the Dodgers, Braves, and LCS last year because those were clearly the two best teams. And we're all sitting around watching the Diamondbacks beat the Phillies in the NLCS. Nobody, not one person on earth, probably not the Arizona Diamondbacks, thought they were going to win the NL last year. Funny things happen in the postseason. I I don't know that that many people would have picked Texas to win the to, to win no. the World Series. So, you know, funny things happen in the playoffs. But I, I do think that they're going to be a traveling, uh, you know, not a circus, but, you know, like a, this attraction. Uh, and it's going to be – it's that's going to be good for baseball. And the thing is, you may want to get them now because you don't have a full season of Kershaw. You don't have, a, you don't have any pitching from Otani. You might have both next year. Uh, so the one weakness that they may have relative weakness is starting pitching. Um, and then Walker Bueller coming back, Emmett Sheehan – um, they're they're pretty loaded. So you if you're going to get them, you may have to get them early. Um, but they are they are a favorite. Um, I would say, do not sleep on the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves are absolutely loaded. And if Chris Sale is throwing 97 miles an hour in the regular season, they may have stumbled onto an ace there, another ace. So I, as much as people want to go Dodgers, Dodgers, Dodgers. It might be the Braves. It really might be the Braves as the best team. Those two teams are really, really good. Is Otani's contract in 20 years going to be at the Bobby Bonilla level where it's every year he gets some big thing? But they're not going to make fun of that because Otani's really, really good. Not to say Bobby Bonilla wasn't a good baseball player at one point, but they never won anything with him. And um, Also, it's just kind of fun to make fun of the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't really explain it. It's like a fun, it's fun to make. There are a few franchises that it's really fun to make fun of. The two that come to mind are the Mets and the Jets for whatever reason. Um, I hate to say it as a Knicks fan, we're kind of there too. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, 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 I think it's just a, it's a, it's a fun, it's like a Mets type of thing, Bobby Bonilla day. This was more planned, but I could see if, if Otani busted, we, we have like the joke about the Dodgers. I yeah. think that's possible, but I, it's really also pretty hard to see Otani busting too. He is amazing. We'll find out. His name's Chris Bonanno. I appreciate coming on and yeah, he does a great job of the hometown news. Have a great one, man. And I'll see you around. Sounds good. Thank you, Mark.